Welcome back to the Book of Rope podcast with Allie and Rach. I am Allie. And I am Rach. (laughs) (laughs) And we are so excited you are here. If we are not talking out to a complete void in the internet, that is really exciting to me. Yes. I think we are talking to mostly people who know us and three people who don't. And shout out to the three people who don't. Personally, I say, I feel like you, you know us well, but not personally. In our defense... I know my husband does not download or listen. My husband has listened to like one or two. No, so it's not. We have more than our husbands. Listen no, I think it's podcast. more than our husbands, but I think a lot of our friends maybe Or like well, I mean, acquaintances. I was thinking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. What if this is high schoolers trying to find a book? They're trying to write an actual book report for. Oh, So bliss. they search book report and they try to find the book. I love that If idea. we can be of service to high schooler. Hell yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah, if you're high school. <laughs> I do no, say we're explicit. Yeah. My kid says, my youngest, who is seven, says what the hell all the time. He uses it in perfectly. He uses it really well. And I can't get mad. You can't teach that. No, he, he picked up on it from, mm-hmm. I don't even say that that much. I don't know where he picked, actually. Probably me. I, I think my husband says it in the car a lot. Mm. I think he has road rage. Driving's hard. Here. I don't know. We'll see. But yes, um, shout out to the handful of people who don't know us personally, mm-hmm. and we're glad you're here. The I first 30 seconds of this podcast is probably what the next 30 minutes are going to be we like. We have been hanging out with friends already, so mm-hmm. fair warning, we have had a little bit of wine, now we have a hot toddy bar. Oh God, the so, hot toddy bar is hitting. Speaking of Solstice and the book this week, we are reading, where's my book? We are reading The Return of the Light, which is 12 Tales from Around the World for the Winter Solstice by Carolyn McVicker Edwards. This cover is just, I want this like artwork in my house. It, it makes a so lot more beautiful. sense now that I've read all 12 tales. Mm-hmm. I yeah. kept reading, like I got through probably six today and I thought, I was like, you know what? I loved the six I read. I'm Mm going to show up at Allie's house and we're Mm going to record this podcast and I'll have read six and it's going to be fine. That's what I got done today. Mm -hmm. But I still didn't understand the cover. Yeah. Yeah. I just need to know why this turtle's up there. (laughs) And now I know and I'm so glad I know. Yes. So I um, went back and forth on the cocktail for the evening. I wanted to make a delightful winter solstice cocktail that had like meaningful herbs in it. And... Ended up going with what's easy, which is I have all the ingredients always for hot toddy. And so we're doing a hot toddy bar with different teas. And so you can make your, instead of just adding hot water to your hot toddy, you can do a hot tea. And I love a hot toddy. And shout out to our friend Taylor, whose herbal store is Understory Herbals. We had reached out to her and asked for some advice on what herbs to include in an winter solstice drink or cocktail and she gave us some ideas and she i didn't give us some ideas so many ideas she, it was the sweetest most thoughtful answer yeah. and then the whole conversation which you're better friends with taylor than i am uh-huh. and there was one point in time where she encouraged you not to shave the bark off of a, a birch tree. tree and she's like i don't even care about how this sounds i know i sound pretentious but i'm it's worth it like i don't Save please don't tree. do that yeah I love Taylor so much more after yes. 
like she's reading delightful. that text and she is an herbalist and yoga instructor and is just wonderful and so we'd reach out to her for some advice she gave us some advice and then I also realized she had given so my son had a lingering cough a while back and I just he couldn't shake it he didn't feel bad but he just kept coughing and I'd asked her for some advice and she just dropped off a bunch of teas on my doorstep to help him and I had a little bit left over so we are using some of her understory herbals teas that she has gifted us and it is delicious I will say Rach and I maybe went too heavy on the bourbon and not enough on the tea I love how you included me I made it over pour I (laughs) went a little too heavy on the (laughs) bourbon not enough on the tea but this is it's so good. And I love a hot toddy. If you've never made one, it is very simple. Bourbon, lemon juice, honey, top it with hot water. But if you want to, if you have an herb that feels meaningful for solstice or something that you think would be helpful to you or just a tea that you like, mm-hmm. instead of using just hot water, you can use a hot tea in it. Um, so that's what we're doing tonight. So cheers to solstice coming up. <laughs> cheers. Was this honey your mm-hmm. backyard honey? And this is honey from my backyard for my bees. This is a spring harvest. So I posted on our Instagram story that I was making elderberry syrup Mm -hmm. because a bunch of our neighbors, not a bunch of them, but we've all been having some kind of funk. Yeah. My son has been having a cough since like August. Yeah. My um, kids do every kid. That won't go away. But one of our neighbors recently came down with the flu Mm -hmm. and I feel like Allie and I were texting back and forth like, oh shit. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm bringing you over some elderberry syrup ASAP. Oh, you fire cider. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. I feel like we are a bartering neighborhood we 100% <laughs> with books and uh-huh. just stuff. I feel like I've borrowed a mixer from every single one of my yeah, neighbors. for sure. And so the elderberry syrup I brought you today Ooh. was made with your honey. <gasps> Should we add a little bit to our hot toddies? Ooh, that feels good. Okay. It's probably still on my porch. Let me go get it. Hang on. All right, so we have officially, I went back outside. Rach had left some elderberry syrup on my front steps. Mm, We've now added it to our hot toddies. So we are extra, extra prepared for the flu flu season. season. (laughs) Whatever comes, cometh our way. So part of why I went with the hot toddy bar instead of the fancy cocktail Mm -hmm. has to do with winter solstice. I've been waiting to tell you this. Okay. So there's not going to be a, usually we have a format to these podcasts. It's going to be loose mostly because this book is a book of short stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would have been really hard to yeah, summarize. Yeah, we can't summarize all of them. So I want to start out by just talking about like solstice and what that's kind of like meant to me over the last few years. And I feel like I like knew what it was vaguely a few years ago. So my husband and I lived on a sailboat for a while. So we were pretty aware of like lunar phases and like moon cycles and stuff just because you're having to deal with tides and I loved living in that I guess like connection to nature where you just always know Mm -hmm. what's happening and how it affects your life and so I always knew when it was going to be solstice or an equinox or whatever and last year we did a whole solstice thing so my husband and I we burned a yule log we invited the whole neighborhood nobody came which is like a to be fair, I wasn't mad because that's rare. <laughs> Nobody comes. And also, it is like two days before Christmas. Yeah. You were you've never I've if you were mad, I'd feel like I'd know. But no, I've never been I'm mad at myself for not showing up because it sounded really rad. Yeah, so we had like a little thing and I lo- I loved it so much. I loved 
the idea that the days are going to get shorter or the days are going to get longer. Mm-hmm. The shortness of the days is done. From here on out, we're incrementally getting closer to light. And it gave, that felt hopeful. I had been before that kind of instead of having a new year's resolution picking a word for the year that I wanted to live by and solstice the idea that it's not just the new year and then it's it's the new year and new year new you it's that we are incrementally getting closer to light and incrementally things are getting better that kind of spoke to me last year and so when I picked my word for last year it was like I don't have to do it all at once I will incrementally get better at this thing I want to achieve or like it wasn't even achieving something it was like improving myself or being more aware of this thing Mm -hmm. so I loved that and so I've been pondering for solstice this year what do I want my focus to be as like the nature around me is incrementally changing what do I want to let go of and be incrementally changing and it's the pressure on myself to make things like perfect or right and so even tonight when we were getting ready for drinks I was like kind of stressing because we'd been working all day on uh, the other house that we're remodeling and I was like you know what nope I'm gonna go ahead and start this if the hot toddy bar is the easiest thing to do no pressure I can do it and it's gonna be wonderful and delightful and I'm not gonna like put all that pressure on myself to be I don't know not even perfect but just like Mm -hmm. I don't know I'm just not gonna put the pressure on myself to be something as someone that has known you for a short eight years Mm -hmm. I love this um, determination or Mm -hmm. I don't know what you would call. It's not really a word, but a um, progress towards for this year. I feel like I've really seen that. I didn't know any of this, but we've always told each other because there's always that feeling. And I feel like it's part of just being a woman and the concentration of how Maybe our identity is tied to the way our home looks mm-hmm. or the cleanliness of our house. Yeah. That is, no matter how feminist we are or how progressive we are, that is still tied to our identity. And that yeah. sucks. And I feel like two, like two years ago, mm-hmm. we had told each other, if I don't care. Like, if, if you're the only yeah. person that can host and your house is dirty, like, Doesn't we don't matter. care. Yeah. We, we have to have a common understanding that our homes don't determine the person we are yeah like messy on the outside doesn't always mean it might mean healthier on the inside yeah I was able to invite you over and I feel like this year no I totally get it that makes me happy yeah a few years ago I said it was my year of no where I was gonna learn to say no to people mm-hmm. and it was it was kind of a great it was a great year I said no to a lot of things I wanted to do but just didn't have the capacity for and it was great so yeah I think I'm I don't know what it's gonna be yet but it's like not putting pressure Mm -hmm. No no pressure. No pressure. We choose the no pressure option. Do you You know know what your, like, I keep saying determination, but you know what next year is going to be focusing on? It's this. This is what I want it to be. Oh, still. Yeah. So I didn't do that last year. Last year was, like, creativity. I wanted to, like, focus on, like, doing things that made me feel creative and happy. Yeah. And we did a podcast. Oh, hell yeah. And. Well, you already progressed so much. Okay. I thought you were saying that last year. No, this year is what I want to do. No, I feel like you did really good last year. This year, that's what I want to do. And so tonight when I was like oh I need to go get things to do Mm -hmm. a cocktail and and I was like no what do I have that I enjoy that's easy I'm gonna choose the no pressure option so Mm -hmm. I did starting tonight did it and yeah so that's why I chose the hot toddy bar (laughs) and you brought out seven kinds of 
I just tea. brought out all the tea I could find. <laughs> the minute she said, Taylor, if you're listening, the minute she said Taylor, uh-huh. it's like, yep, <laughs> because of your text. It was so yeah, really in-depth. And it really answered every question we'd asked. Yes, and it was about what tea really to choose and herbs. Your answers helped. Yeah. So that is the, the brief, not so brief uh, delve into why I chose this cocktail, but also kind of, I don't know, Solstice to me last year was really fun and I enjoyed it a lot. So this year when we were choosing books for winter, I really wanted to pick like one very Solstice themed book and mm-hmm. found this one, Return of the Light. It is, okay, again, it is 12 kind of, sh- not even short stories, but Tales from around the world and different cultures. Folk tales? Folk you, tales. Is that an all-encompassing word or how do you Maybe describe? it is. It's just 12 tales from around mm-hmm. the world. Very uh, short. That are for the winter solstice. It is not necessarily about solstice, but they are about light and dark and the sun returning or just like fables and different tales about light and dark. In both hemispheres. In both hemispheres. We didn't – we haven't – it's been – real hard not to talk about this book I said this was probably one of the harder ones not to talk about because just because even tonight we had so many discussions going on with our friends about Mm -hmm. solstice and different things that I just wanted to say but I loved this I loved this book so much what Mm -hmm. do you think okay I I was nervous you wouldn't (laughs) oh no no I loved it okay I read some to my son yes I read one to my son but I'll tell you which one it was this is not this is not a binge worthy book. Mm-hmm. This is not our typical book. We and one of the reasons I chose it is because we haven't done short stories ever. Mm-hmm. I don't actually read a ton of short stories. I did in college, but not now. Um and yeah, but it is like a intentional I want to cozy up next to the fire and read something not only delightful, but I feel like I learned a lot reading this book mm-hmm. so the way it's set up there are several different themes and each oh, theme I has that yeah each mm-hmm. theme has like three or four tales from different cultures around the world and they preface every tale by Wait, before we do it do and tell the author we already told the author never mind yeah carolyn mcvicker yeah. edwards mm-hmm. is the person who brought all of these stories together into mm-hmm. this book every um theme or every story is set up so well with almost like a history, a short history lesson on the culture that this is from. Mm-hmm. I I loved that so much. And I feel like I learned a lot about different, you know, native tribes from America or, you know, all over the different cultures from all over the world that I didn't know. Even from countries that I've visited and been to and mm-hmm. didn't know these intricate details about. Um I thought that was really interesting. And the most interesting thing to me is the way that no matter – in such different parts of the world, throughout different parts of time, there are these themes that are the same. And that is endlessly fascinating to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And a really cool thing about Solstice, too, is that throughout history, different cultures have celebrated this, like, time. Different hemispheres. Different – cultures different i mean completely different parts of the world everyone celebrates the return of the sun and Mm -hmm. the light and i just love that i think it's really cool one thing i noticed and as someone that i also grew up evangelical and 
I'm not sure where I would fall now, Mm -hmm. but I didn't ever celebrate solstice. I didn't really know what it meant. Um, And the beginning of this book had a really interesting narrative on how Christianity or not Christianity, but um, Catholicism decided on December 25th Mm -hmm. as Christmas Day, which was really interesting. And the word Yule, like the log that we burn or that you burn is kind of pulled from a pagan celebration, um, which Catholicism tried to reclaim Mm -hmm. almost. It was really interesting and something I just never cared too much about to dive into until I read this book. But one thing, so I read the book, I read stories from a ton of countries. There's 12 stories, 12 pretty short stories in this book. And when you Google, so after I read the book, I Mm -hmm. took a deep dive into solstice. Like, oh, what are some fun facts? What are some things I could mention on the podcast to make me sound interesting? (laughs) And hardly any of the wiki mentions, mentions Africa, Mm -hmm. which is wild. I feel like probably three of the stories from the book were based in Africa. Mm -hmm. And it's always, I mean, I feel like it's nordic tradition or that just seemed really wild to me celtic Mm -hmm. you think about it yeah yeah but like every culture has some sort of celebration of or creation story where light comes or Mm -hmm. i don't know it's really interesting yeah what was your favorite story of them all so i did not have a Pen. You I have feel like I read so this every many night. turn down pages, and I love this. This is a this is a book where I started reading it and was like, I have to have a highlighter and a pen. There's so much goodness. So my favorite story was from Tanzania, mm-hmm. and it's called "The Pull Together Morning," and it was about yep. all the little animals. Yep, I wrote down the pronunciation: Harambi, Harambi, Harambi. And do you want me to give like a brief? Yeah, because this was my favorite one too. It really it was my favorite one. It yeah. was. Oh yeah. my gosh. I this was the I felt this <laughs> Do you think these were written by the author? I think these were like pulled together no, by so the author. No, so one of the so a few of them I think they're pulled together. They're pulled okay. together by the author. This one was so well written. Mm-hmm. And so all of these small animals and please jump in, Ali, yeah. if I'm getting this wrong. All of these really small animals like ants and spiders and flies agree to they're living in darkness and they want to go try to get the sun to convince the sun gods to yeah shine light on them. Mm-hmm. And the sun, once they do they crawl up, do they fly up? They okay, in multiple stories, there's this idea of the sky. There's like people who live above the sky and people mm-hmm. below the sky. And so there's like a there's holes in the sky that yes. you can get through. Yes. And in this story, it's a small hole. And so they, they know there's light up there, but they're living in darkness. And so mm-hmm. they send them all up. They're like, we have to go get light from the sun gods, but no one can fit through this tiny hole except the fly, the mouse, and the spider. The spider. And they're like, we'll go do it. And we'll this- work together. So the fly is worried about going up with the spider because he's worried that the spider is going to eat him mm-hmm. because that is traditionally and yeah. historically what spiders do <laughs> and the spider says harambe we're all in this together yes. to get light down yes and so one thing and i for approximately like 20 minutes of my life was in tanzania we were on a safari in kenya and then we <laughs> crossed the border 
into Tanzania for like a second. And I know people from Tanzania. My husband has spent some time there. And I didn't know that the name Tanzania comes from Zanzibar in Tanganyika, became Tanzania. And they never adopted the languages of the colonizers, German and English. I thought that was really interesting and something I didn't know, as long as this little tidbit in the book is true, (laughs) which I should fact check. As long as that is true, then yeah, that's something I did not know. And yeah, so I thought that the pull together, Harambe means like we pull together according to this book again. Mm-hmm. Um, so in Swahili. So they all get up above the clouds to the sun gods mm-hmm. and the fly keeps, so they tell the sun gods what they're up there to do. Like we everyone down on earth doesn't have sun. We would love more sun. Mm-hmm. And the sun gods go to think about it and the fly becomes the fly on the wall mm-hmm. where he just twitters mm-hmm. up into the, I guess the the room where the decisions are being made. And the room can, where it happens, if you will. The room where it happens. And he hears what the gods are talking about. He hears their plan. And he goes back and tells the spider. I think it's actually a monkey, too. I think a No, it's there. just a mouse. It's a the mouse. monkey down on the bottom. It's a mouse and a spider and the fly. You're right. You're right. They go back. They keep going back down and yeah. up to, like, report back what's happening. Yeah. So the fly keeps going into the decision room to hear what's being said and then comes out and says, all right, they're going to give us one test. Here's what it is. Yeah. And it's these really kind they of think They're tests. trying to make them fail. They're trying. They're setting them up to fail because they don't want them to have sun. So the first test is, all right, look at this field. It's an acre. You guys are three tiny people that don't eat grass. And we need you to mow down this field. We'll be back tomorrow Bye. to see how you do. So they look at each other and like, we're g- well, there's no we way we can do this. We're like, no, harambe. Or did I say that one? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> and they go down and get the ants. The ants all come up and have the field, field mowed down. Yeah. It was, they all work together. It was so sweet. Every so, I love this story I love so this story. So they all work together to bring light into the world. And every two seconds, they just say, mm-hmm. this is this is the – so it means pull together. Yeah. So this title of the story is The Pull Together Morning, mm-hmm. which this is one that I wanted to read to my boys and just – I feel like you could reference it as a parent and be like, we can all do this. It's The yeah. Pull Together Morning. Like, we're all going to work together to, you know, tackle you whatever we're going to tackle. stories to your boys? I haven't yet. Okay. I plan to. I also thought it was interesting. So in this story, The Pull Together Morning – the final kind of like trick that the gods try to pull on them is that they, instead of sending, when they finally get the light, they're given a box and it's going, it has the oh, sun yeah. in it. Mm-hmm. And they know there's some sort of trick. It brings, they bring down the box and it has, instead of the light, it has a rooster in it. Mm-hmm. And they think, oh no, they tricked us again. And then the rooster crows and the sun comes out. The there's rooster another, is a common theme. Yes, it's a common the theme, mm-hmm. which makes, I mean, obviously makes sense. We get it. But I thought that was really fun because there's another story that I'm not going to find right now the cock and the something yeah there's another story where Mm -hmm. uh how the cock got its crown Mm -hmm. and yeah that's a similar thing where a rooster brings the morning but it is this book was uh, so delightful so delightful if you need a good break from anything serious anything intense you just mm-hmm. want to like appreciate the season you're in just read one story you don't have to read all of them yeah and i so good i wish i love i don't think that that would be me that's my personality i loved reading it all at once yeah but 
Also because I knew I wanted to talk to you about it yeah. on Sunday. But I think that would have been the best path is to, to read this read like a couple or read it to your family. And yeah. I feel like she says that at the beginning of the book. Like this is a book to be read to your children. Yes. And, and I love that. I read the Maui story yeah. to my son because we'd read Moana mm-hmm. and I feel like he was familiar with a lot of the language and the characters, which is really fun. I did want to call attention to, it was a Nordic mm-hmm. Loki and the Death of Light, which, have you watched any of the Marvel movies? Oh, have I? Yes. That was my okay. 2020 COVID. I was obsessed. <laughs> I stayed up until three in the morning. I fall asleep notoriously. The second you put on TV past 8 o'clock, I'm asleep. And then when we started watching the Marvel movies back to back, I would be – it would be 3 a.m. and one would end. I'm like, I'm pulling an all-nighter. I'm here for it. I love, love the Marvel series. That's me with White Lotus. But I did love <laughs> – it, it didn't encourage me to stay up till 3 a.m. That mm-hmm. takes a special show. But I love all Marvel. Yeah. Things. So fun. Like I've watched – since my husband and I got married, that's been, like, the one thing. I will go watch a Marvel movie and enjoy it. But all of the Thor movies, mm-hmm. that's all I know about Loki. Which is probably offensive to some people. Same, same. No. I'm saying, like, same. No, I don't. <laughs> some people are, like, criticize Wait. me. No. All you know is. All I know about Loki. I am I'm sorry and that's I'm willing insane. to change. But when <laughs> they... Describe Loki as that fire-haired pretzel of an athlete. Right? I was also... I was... Is he redheaded? Mad. I didn't have a highlighter. <laughs> no, he's... No, Tom Hiddleston. What's yeah. his name? He's not redheaded. Did th- but I'm saying, obviously, I don't think Marvel is... Oh, right. Right. But that would I be a thought shock they would, to one of us. I thought they would get hair color right. So now I'm confused. I don't know. I didn't no, look at it. Doesn't matter. It was the it was less of the hair color and more of the pretzel, pretzel of an shape. athlete. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. Flexible? Pre- like I, um stretch armstrong? I read that <laughs> so many times and tried to picture a pretzel athlete. It just meant flexible every time, but then that didn't make sense with the I thought of like context. a I thought of deformed, maybe. Mm. So now we come back to Maui. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that about Maui either. No, did not. Maui is in this described as, what is it? His neck is Wait, not. hold on. Uh, Maui Wrong Shape wrong is shape. his name in yeah. the stories. I didn't know that either. This is, this really is, if you want, there's like mini history lessons in all of this or like no, cultural totally. lessons. It was so, it was so, so good. Yeah. I am glad it's in my library. Me too. Yeah, I've been thinking that's a lot one. about it's, like I'm glad it's in my library. Building a library, and I've seen so many TikToks on well, Book Talk and Bookstagram have kind of been my life for since we started this podcast, yeah. and which has been honestly game changing mm-hmm. for me. That I feel like the things that are speaking to me are no longer. And this this is awful. Now I'm I feel like I'm hearing this now, but like I feel like for politics for so long where oh screaming yeah. in my face and now because maybe I retreated from reality, I'm mm-hmm. loving this book talk to Yeah. That 
I don't know. It comforts me in a way that makes me feel like, oh, people are, people agree with me. Mm -hmm. I don't live in the South really, but I just love this. And maybe it's just like a constant retreat Mm -hmm. from reality, but I love these like folk stories. We've never read anything like this. There's something about building out your library that stretches you Mm -hmm. to read things you maybe wouldn't read Mm -hmm. or choose at this moment. But you end up really liking and you – yeah, there's books. This season, the past like six months in particular, we've read books that I think I might read this every year at this time, you know? There's Do you ever – so I know you read a lot of audiobooks. Do you ever think you want to own a book and you buy it? Or do you think you're like your kids will want to read it or like yeah, is that – Yeah, it's very like- sporadic. There's books I love. I love the Akatar series. Mm-hmm. I don't own – the physical books because I got them from the library to begin with and then we own them on audiobook and then it feels like crazy to buy them now yeah but I love them but it's something like, like do you think your boys would want to read it my oldest is reading <laughs> legends and lattes right now he thinks the cover I cannot believe you haven't told me this he's obsessed with it so we let them listen we listened to it on audiobook in the car on a road trip and he was very into it and then I have the physical book, and he asked if he could read it. And I thought, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. It's fun. Mm-hmm. He's actually sitting – he's reading – the two books he's reading right now are Around the World in 80 Days and Aww. Legends and Lattes. <laughs> I think it's the cutest thing. So he's reading that right now. So there are definitely books where I think, oh, I want to own the ones that you will want to read one day. Is it going to be Ice Planet Barbarians? <laughs> so he also – so – Spoiler alert, we are going to read <laughs> Ice Planet Barbarians very soon for the podcast. Rach bought that book for me uh, for my birthday. Mm-hmm. And the cover just looks like a fun alien guy and a girl. And they, you don't know. It's cold and dark here. It's He, <laughs> my oldest, wants to read it so bad. I had to hide it because I he's to the point mm-hmm. now he can actually read he cannot get his hands on those. I don't know the protocol for hiding these books from – you don't want to hide books from your kids. No, but imagine – But he can't read. It's like mm. – He can't I don't know much it. about Ice Planet Barbarian, Barbarians, but what I do You're know gonna. is that <laughs> what my mother may have hid from me of whatever her Harlequin romance is, mm-hmm. that looked more like what I could have ever experienced than – planet barbarians yeah as someone who my great grandmother i feel almost blasphemous <laughs> even saying her name and then the following sentences but she read dirty you know grocery store romance novels as i would have called them and middle school allison got a hold of them at thanksgiving <laughs> one year and was like what it was an awakening mm-hmm. My son's moment like that cannot be Ice Planet Barbarians. <laughs> it cannot. So do I have a – do I have, like, books under my bed where I, I've never had to think about this? Do I have, like, hidden books? And Where do I do? Where Where are you putting ice? They're in my office, but it's on the bottom sh- far shelf so that no one in my Zoom calls can see them. Because mm-hmm. my Good office call. is, like – I have my desk in the middle of my office and I have two floor to ceiling bookshelves Mm -hmm. and it's very curated so that on my Zoom calls, Mm -hmm. only the right books are shown. And then I have the ones I don't want people to see. Ooh, what are the books you show? 
Like smart uh, books or like? It's like vague. I have a Dolly Parton anthology thing. I inherited from my grandfather these books of North American field guides, but they're from the, like the mm-hmm. 70s that are really pretty. Mm-hmm. Put those up there. Yeah, I look real cool having that. I'm not going to put Ice Planet Barbie. If someone, <laughs> I am the type of person who would screenshot someone's bookshelf and see what they're reading. Uh-uh. I know. So I know what you're doing, people. I bought my first copy of Ice Planet Barbarians for Allie for her birthday on my parents' Amazon account. I am 38. <laughs> it's not just my parents also. I want to I include my brother, my younger her brother. My family. entire family shares an Amazon account, which is already kind of embarrassing, but it's never been a problem until this it's moment. Embarrassing. Yeah, it was pretty embarrassing. And then... You have to buy another... Well, I tried to under our podcast account, but then I canceled it because it was $100 a year and I didn't want to like, I was trying to buy one book. Okay. Second, I was going to buy my second copy, which I would, I didn't care. At this point, I'm an adult. If my mom buys a copy of Ice Planet Barbarians, like that's a funny thing that happens. It's not going to impact me at all. It'll be embarrassing. I'm sure my brother will bring it up at Christmas, but I really don't give a shit. But it wasn't going to be here till after Christmas. Oh. So that my family saw that I put two copies of Ice Planet Barbarians in my cart, and then I just removed the second copy. Now I'm curious what the, like, back order is on the library. I want to see how many people in Nashville right now. So Allie and I are spending our New Year's in a cabin we're probably gonna be kind of secluded i don't know it feels very i've been in this cabin one time before it's a friend of ours in the neighborhood and it's pretty off-grid there's not a lot of service you have to like go out on the porch to get service which is fun yeah like as a person that lives and dies off of her phone it's gonna be nice i've like completely told all of my coworkers that you cannot call me i I'm just not able to be reached. Mm-hmm. But we've also told our friends that we're going to be recording mm-hmm. a couple of episodes. Yes. And I'm Envision so Rach and I in the mountains in North Carolina just like binging Ice Planet Barbarians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> recording it Envision us like reading passages to our friends every night. Oh, that's what's going to happen for sure. Yeah. So one of our friends is pregnant. So she's I feel like she's going to remember this differently than the rest yeah, of us. I'm sure. I'm sure. So, all of that to say, to wrap it up, (laughs) meandering podcast, happy solstice, everyone. We are not reading Ice Planet Barbarians next week. Mm -hmm. We are reading a different book, but it is coming up. So, we are going to be reading Small Things Like These by Claire Keegan next week. Enjoy your solstice. Come back ready for another, you know, serious read. (laughs) <laughs> and then get ready <laughs> later on for Ice Planet Barbarians. But yeah, next week we're going to be doing Small Things Like These by Claire Keegan. I'm really excited about that book. I am too. I am too. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a good – I'm in cozy mood. I'm in, you know, holiday season mood. I'm ready for all of this. And then seasonal depression will hit and we will mm-hmm. read Ice Planet Barbarians. So mm-hmm. it's all – I think we've paced this season very well. Yes. <laughs> Except for Great Alone. That maybe been like too soon. Oh, maybe so good, but too soon. Speaking of Taylor, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, understory herbals that's why i went to alaska was for her wedding so oh. and one more shout out to her congratulations taylor you just got married <laughs> i feel like i wouldn't have related to that story quite as much if i had not been there for her wedding so yeah shout out happy winter solstice happy winter solstice, solstice. oh my god goodbye <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening to this week's podcast of the book report with Allie and rach you can find us on Instagram at Book Report Podcast. You can find us on TikTok at, at Book Report Podcast. And if you want to write us an email, you can write us an email at thebookreportpod at gmail.com.